And hello and welcome back to Toddcast, everything that is Blue Valley. And uh, today we're continuing our conversation about our upcoming bond issue in January of 2020. Today our special guest is our Chief Academic Officer, Dr. Katie Collier. So hello and welcome. Hello, I'm glad to be here. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Yeah, great. Um, people may not know that you actually joined us this year. So let's kind of start with a little review about where you've been and what you've been doing, and then we'll kind of get into uh, some of the work that you've been doing here related to our bond issue. All right. Well, I'm very thrilled to be in Blue Valley. Um, I could not ask to be with a more um, professional group of individuals, and the community support of Blue Valley is really just um, awe-inspiring, quite frankly. So very happy to be here. Great. Um, This is my 26th year in education, and I have served and supported schools really in a pre-K-12 system. I Mm -hmm. previously was on the Missouri side um, in two different districts, and... um, really just have familiarity with all aspects of public education. Yeah, and we're thrilled to uh, be the uh, on the receiving end of that experience and just thoughtfulness. And um, I, I just, um, I've so enjoyed getting to know you and watch you work and uh, just look for great things uh, in, in the future. So uh, thanks very much for being here, um, both today, but uh, certainly for choosing us and uh, we believe that we're um, better off having you with us, so we, we greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much. You bet. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Bond 2020. Uh, in our last <clears throat> conversation, we spent uh, time talking with um, Dr. Kyle Hayden regarding some of the reinvestment that we're doing in our facilities as they age, and so we want to make sure that we uh, keep them in good shape and, and uh, both the buildings as well as our footprints and parking lots and sidewalks and the like. Uh, The other two aspects of the bond issue are reinforcement, which is some safety things that we'll talk just a little bit about, but mainly talking about this uh, notion of reimagining what success looks like uh, for our students as they go um, we used to say 21st century, but now we're 10 years in, <laughs> right, so uh, 2020 and beyond, uh, because the world looks a little bit differently. Certainly, um, education looks differently, and so does teaching and learning. And um, so we've we've spent some thoughtful uh, time taking a look at what that looks like for our students. So uh, tell our listeners a little bit about kind of the overarching work that we're uh, planning to do and uh, how it affects uh, our classrooms. Sure. Um, Well, I appreciate the question. I'm going to first talk about the learning side. Mm -hmm. And when we think about reimagining our spaces, we actually first and foremost want to think about what does it mean to be a student Mm -hmm. um, this day and age in Blue Valley, in, in all of our schools. And we often say that we're preparing our students for their tomorrows, mm-hmm. not our yesterdays. Oh, so uh, say that again. I, I like that. We are preparing our students for their tomorrows, not our yesterdays. Yeah, well put. So uh, the environments in which students are learning in uh, really need to be such that we honor the individuality of each stu- of each student and who they are as learners. Mm-hmm. We know we want to keep our students safe, and we also know that we want to create environments and provide learning experiences that foster their physical, mm-hmm. emotional, social growth. Absolutely. And when we think about um, learning environments that are 
flexible. Right. We uh, create opportunities for students to collaborate with ease. Mm-hmm. We create students opportunities for students to move with ease and also have more independence in their school day. Right. Uh, we also create opportunities for teachers to collaborate with ease. We want learning in our schools also to be visible. Mm-hmm. So um, if there happens to be um, some areas at the school that have more glass perhaps than before, right. um, we're just making <clears throat> Uh, learning visible um, throughout throughout the school day. Yeah. Now, when I talk about that piece about glass in schools where we create more doorways or um, allow for teachers to see each other, I also then think about um, reinforcement, and right. that's, that's safety. Certainly. And so what I know is that in Blue Valley, just coming here, being new mm-hmm. t- to the family, we put we have a very high standard for safety for students and staff. So safety in no way, shape, or form would be compromised Correct. in um, the reimagining of mm-hmm. spaces. We will ensure that our spaces are just as secure in the future as they are today, if not more so, because yeah, that's the intention I'm, of the bond. Right. I was going to say we kind of right. we we harden it in such a way that it looks soft, mm-hmm. but in actuality and and when necessary and needed, it it can be really um, more hardened, or if you will, or safer than what we currently have. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the pieces we know mm-hmm. we have secured entries in all of our schools. Right. So that secured entry is negated if we happen to have doors propped open um, in in our facilities or in some of our large campuses. So if we install, with the passage of the bond, door sensors, that allows the right individuals to know on a school campus that we have doors propped and make sure that our campuses are always secured to the highest level possible. So um, the other piece, too, is those locked doors. And that certainly helps... um, decrease the time teachers are trying to secure students and themselves in the event of a um, unfortunate event. And so those absolutely will be um, well, well received by our teaching staff. Yeah. Um, again, we talked about it a little bit with Kyle in our, in our last session, but uh, 70% of our doors throughout the district uh, lock from the hallway. Mm-hmm. And so that was <clears throat> certainly on the minds of our teachers when we asked the questions about what do you want to accomplish in this, and we, we heard loud and clear that, uh, that that was a part of it. So, you know, um, making our schools safer, um, enhancing the um, learning opportunities for students, kind of working our way through that Maslow hierarchy of needs, students will learn if they feel safe. Right. And so we're, we're attending to that. So, and the other thing that we talked about is this uh, notion of flexible space mm-hmm. and more movement uh, during the day for uh, for kids. And <clears throat> I want to make sure that, that our listeners know that our first foray into that uh, flexible learning environment uh, with uh, Harmony Elementary School and Prairie Star Elementary School, we learned a lot. We listened a lot to teachers and staff and parents. We've learned a lot, and that's certainly informed us as we've uh, gone forward. And the next iteration of that will inform the next iteration. So Absolutely. we're, we're uh, <clears throat> if you were, we're modeling right. <laughs> uh, the learning organization that we are, that um, we learn and we ask questions and we reflect and, 
and try to make a better product the next time when we have an opportunity to do so. We're certainly trying to learn from our staff in those environments. So we're seeking um, their input in terms of what teachers experience, what they would like their colleagues to know when they transition to those new spaces. So every every time there's another reiterate uh, another iteration that we are getting better each time for for student benefit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the other aspect of um, the work that we're doing is uh, we're building a new school uh, in this bond issue. So, you know, we're, gr- <clears throat> we're growing in the southern part of the district and uh, have the opportunity to have uh, another school uh, that will actually be located south of uh, Blue Valley Southwest uh, in a subdivision that's really kind of going fast and uh, as, as they can uh, here in Blue Valley. And so, again, working with our architects um, of Gould Evans and um, our partners of McCall Gordon to uh, build that facility. But, again, a thoughtful approach about working with teachers, mm-hmm. listening to the instructional needs and the safety considerations as well, right? Right, ab- absolutely. And so um, we know that curriculum has different requirements mm-hmm. and subjects and all different levels. So one of the things that we know is that we need to listen to teachers to understand uh, fully the demand of the curriculum right. so that our space allows teachers to provide different learning activities mm-hmm. for students, whether independent activities, group activities, project-based learning, mm-hmm. um, large Uh, group instruction. We want to ensure that the spaces meet the demands of the curriculum. And our teachers, uh, in many cases, will tell us that our very fixed traditional spaces now hinder some of which they would like to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We made this this point again, too, uh, with uh, Kyle in our last session, but I think it's noteworthy to, again, reiterate, equity is a strong consideration of our Board of Education uh, in this bond issue. And so, uh, those flexible spaces are, are uh, a way in which we achieve that uh, because uh, if if we don't do the flexible spaces in the other 19 elementary schools, then most of the sort of uh, new and innovative ideas of teaching and learning in space go into the newest buildings where the growth is occurring. So a manner in which we're ensuring the equity is to ensure that uh, those other 19 buildings receive that flexible space so that um, our students, whether they're in the fastest growing area or one that is uh, not yet regreened, um, have those uh, opportunities for that innovative curricular learning space. Right. So we want to ensure that we have consistency of practices and mm-hmm. consistency of student experience right. across our entire system. And we want to ensure that those spaces that students are learning in uh, truly are helping to prepare them for the future in every single one of our schools across the district as well. Um, The other piece, too, of this is that with the increased resources that we currently have and that we want to um, continue to expand upon relative to the bond when we think about technology Mm -hmm. in our classrooms is that it's important for our listeners to know that we want to help students continue to learn beyond the walls of the classroom now because we have increased instructional resources in the hands of our students and so they can connect with individuals and topics all around the globe because we're certainly creating global citizens absolutely you know i I think that um the way that we described a learning environment years ago certainly was mm-hmm. 
you know, relative to square footage. Today, we, we describe it as a relationship of student to student, student to the classroom, student to the teacher. And really, that can occur anytime, anyplace. And um, we, we have students that, you know, unfortunately are, you know, because of an illness or something like that, have extended stays or, or we have, you know, traveling uh, that occurs or, you know, whatever the case might be where you're not necessarily present in a classroom. Today, you can still be present. That's and right. um, I, I, I think it's exciting, and I think it's a, it's a new dimension that um, we've been thoughtful about in our approach to blended learning. Here again, listening very carefully to our teachers and learning together about what that looks like. And again, it's, it's not about the technology, right? It's about the learning. It's absolutely about the learning, not about the device. And one thing that I think our teachers are masterful at as I've been beginning to work with our teachers and with our administrators is thinking about what else is still possible mm. for our students. I love and that. And so I just happened to be with a group of teachers last evening uh, thinking about and imagining what resources can be. And I felt such motivation and such inspiration uh, from those teachers based on their ability to dream and project what we could be doing for our students. And that's just about getting better every single day. And so I think that's a credit to the caliber of professionals we have in our classrooms with our students every day. The other piece that's important here related to the environment is that the environments that we're speaking of are not static. And so in the past, maybe some listeners have heard about an open concept. An open concept classroom certainly didn't allow for flexibility (laughs) at all. Flexible space allows for um, connected learning between students across levels, across grade level. It allows for individual spaces for students, small group spaces. um, And the space transforms to the student versus the student and teacher trying to um, transform to this space. Excellent point. Excellent point. So um, a couple of uh, nuts and bolts about mm-hmm. this particular uh, bond issue. Um, it is a mail-in ballot. So uh, if you are a registered Blue Valley voter by December 27th, right after Christmas, then you will receive in the mail a ballot on uh, January the 8th. And we've made it as simple as we can. There'll be a self-addressed stamped envelope um, that's included in that. So you get it in the mail. You make a thoughtful um, decision based upon the information that's been provided and cast your ballot and then return it in the envelope. So, uh, and, and the reason why we do that is, uh, for example, in this last election that we just held, the general election, uh, there was a little more than 14% of uh, voter turnout. Uh, within the um, Blue Valley School District in that general election. Uh, In 2012, the last bond issue, uh, when there was a mail-in ballot done, there was nearly 40%. So really we're getting uh, a greater degree of return and voice of our community when, when we do that mail-in ballot. It costs a little bit more, but we think it's it's certainly worth the uh, the cost and the effort to go through with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So be looking for that. We'll also provide you with additional information, um, again, around January the 8th as those um, uh, mailers come in and the ballots are distributed and uh, looking forward to uh, a great opportunity to move our district forward um, as we have 
uh, a history of um, good response to bond issues and excited about what the future holds. That's right. I think, right, we've heard bef- before, the sky's the limit, right? Right. Right? Yeah. So um, it's exciting to think about what the student experience could be just 10 years from now. Yeah. Well, Katie, thanks so much. Thank you. For being our, our guest today. And uh, as we record this, uh, we're right in the middle of American Education Week. And so we'd like to to have you kind of stop and pause, it, whether you're in the the pickup line at school or the drop-off line or you're, you might be on your way to a school event, um, our parent support is just absolutely outstanding and, and such a, a highlight of the education that's provided here in Blue Valley, and we thank you so, so much for that. And would just ask you to, uh, to give thanks to a teacher, a staff member, someone that, that cares for um, your your children. Um, It's an honor to do so, a privilege that we take seriously and uh, just love the opportunity to impact kids on a daily basis. So thank a teacher and a staff member during American Education Week, and thank you for listening to Blue Valley's Toddcast, and go out and make it a Blue Valley best day.